Good morning, everyone. The Mary Griffith Show is underway on Thursday, February 2nd, the first Thursday of the month. It is Brown Dog Day. South Park Sally saw her shadow. We're going to have six more weeks of winter. Bruce Guthrie, my guest today, and I'm just discussing how delightful it is when the temperatures are this low. This report, of course, is brought to you by Refreshment Services, Pepsi, and Harvest Ridge Coffee. Pour yourself a delicious glass of Harvest Ridge Coffee and uh, enjoy the Mary Griffith Show with me and with Bruce Guthrie. Good morning, Mr. Guthrie. Good morning, Mary. How are you? I'm fabulous. I just got back from vacation to a warmer climate. You and I were discussing. My brother lives in Dallas. She used to live in Dallas. They go crazy down there. My brother didn't have to go to work today yet, yesterday, folks. This is why my brother's work was canceled yesterday. The temperature was below freezing. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Just the temperature was below freezing, and they thought it was unsafe <laughs> for people to go to work. So, that was Texas. That's, yeah, that's Texas for so you. So fortunately, my brother... Uh, he does take the day off. I mean, he's not an idiot, but he can work from home. So he accomplished a little bit yesterday. However, what can you accomplish when everybody is huddled because it's below freezing and nobody's going to work? They're also frightened to leave their home. So it's it's crazy down there when it's it cold. It is when it gets it? cold. People uh, people, <laughs> it's amazing what the kind of heavy coats they put on when it's thirty. When it's forty degrees, they get worried. So it's. It's a different My brother world. has a Pendleton jacket, and if it be- falls below 68, you know, he's in full flannel. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, you know, with Texas, with the with the major hub airports, it's really stopped a lot of the airports and, and that sort of thing. So it's been, it's been kind yeah, of crazy. Yeah, there is icing, and, and they don't yep. have the equipment we have, nope. so we're laughing. But the truth of the matter is, you know, we get a little ice on the roadway. People just slow down, and the, and the truck comes out down there. There you go. go. No, not down Nothing there. Nothing like that happens. Okay, mm. lots has happened since we saw you last. So I'm going to let you set the agenda. You gave me some things to talk about, but will you you talk about whatever you want to talk about, Mr. Bruce Guthrie. Well, this you know, is your time. Well, Mary, thank you. I am, um, you know, we're doing a lot of things at the chamber. We're continually working every day to to uh, highlight businesses and make it make it uh, uh, better for businesses as a community. And one of the, uh, you know, you and I have discussed this before is the the importance of our ag community. Uh, and how important it is to this area, and so we do a banquet every year, and we recognize, uh, you know, we recognize the family of the year, which the Harold Wig uh, does, which which will be coming out pretty soon, and then we also do the um, uh, Larry Fisher Ag Educator Award, and also the Agribusiness, and we just announced yesterday the 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 winners of that this year, which is uh, the the business of the year is Agri Services Logan Agri Services. Um, we're out of Griggsville. And uh, they're an amazing company. They've been they was nominated a few years ago, and our ag committee speaks so highly of them. They do a, a lot of great uh, uh, work in that community. They're one of the few locally owned and independent companies, you know, remaining in that ag supply industry. And Ed Logan, I've, it's amazing when you when you give these guys a call, uh, Mary, how excited they were and just how thrilled they were to be able. First thing he did was he was so glad to recognize his employees and the people to help him get where he's at, which I thought was really neat. So, got to recognize him and on and at our banquet, which is March 14th. Um, but the other one was uh, these ag educators. There's a lot of wonderful ag educators in the community, and we started that I think uh, uh, 10 years ago. I'm trying to think of the date we did. We started doing the ag educator. And we're we're thrilled to announce uh, Chris Miller out of Brown County High School, who's uh, the ag teacher there, and he's um, he's done a lot of things in the community for several years. And uh, so you know we got two great 
great winners and both of them very excited. Chris was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. You know, somebody would nominate me and, and do this. And he had some his students wrote some really nice things. So, so Mary, it, we're excited about that March 14th and banquet and being able to honor these wonderful people in the ag community and take a night to honor all the ag community for what they do. I think it's fantastic. Like you said, Logan AgriServices just touches so many different people. But Chris Miller, in addition to, you know, doing FFA and things you might think that an instructor would do at Brown County High School, he's also taught at the Illinois Department of Corrections. So, uh, you know, people in the corrections are often trying to improve their lives. So they're learning a little bit about agriculture and agronomy, uh, you know, even behind the prison wall. So it's great what these people are doing, and you're going to honor them on Tuesday, March 14th. And the family of the year will also be uh, said at that time as well. So this is just fantastic, a great way for the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce to recognize agriculture. Now, the problem with agriculture as a business, it is our number one business. But you can't point to a building like Blessing Hospital, and you can't point even to ADM and say, there it is. And this is why people often have a hard time understanding the breadth and scope of agriculture. As the director of the Area Chamber of Commerce, how important, Bruce Guthrie, is agriculture to our entire economy? Well, it's a major, a major part of our economy, because exactly what you said, every, everywhere you point, if you want to point at any building or any business in Quincy, it is affected by agriculture in so many ways. And the, if you start adding up the employees, it's huge because it branches out in so many different ways. You, you know, some people just think of farmers, you know, maybe, but it's not just that. It's the agribusinesses. It's the, it's the seed people. It's the, um, it's the equipment folks. It's the, uh, it's the folks that over at Quincy, uh, uh, farm, you know, Quincy Farm Supply, Quincy, uh, uh, Recycle, they're, they're part of their business that, that recycles a lot of food for, for that. So it is an, a hugely important and more and more every, every week I'm in this position, I, I see it. And that's why we hope to do more as a chamber to recognize that and to do more awareness about that community. We're going to announce hopefully soon a, uh, an event where we're going to get out there in the community in an ag-related business and invite the community to come out and, and be able to see and hear what they do. Uh, but like you said, it's just hard. It, you know, I, I looked at we're going to we need to try to get some metrics and some measurement of some sort. And it's amazing because everywhere you look, there's there's a branch with that, Mary. There is. Well, you know, one thing. Uh, no matter how big a city slicker you are, you still go to the grocery store. And one hmm. thing that's pretty interesting, most people around here understand why eggs are $6 a dozen. They get it. They at least intellectually comprehend what's happened. But a lot of people who have no understanding of the poultry industry or how this all works are like, why the sudden are eggs $6 a dozen? You try to explain, well, first we had avian flu, and that diminished flocks and then we had this and you know if you're going to have eggs you have to have a chicken to lay the eggs you know and the other thing that I think is hysterical is people say well I'll just get a chicken then and I'll lay my own eggs as if just buying a chicken and throwing it out in your backyard is going to somehow magically make the chicken want to lay an egg for you so <laughs> we do I applaud you on any efforts we almost ought to have an intervention for those who quote don't quite understand and I'll put myself in that boat too you know if you really don't get how why things cost money and why prices fluctuate so much and why there's a shortage of items at some time you really need to educate yourself about the number one business in our area 
which is agriculture. And if you want to go right to the heart of it, spend a few months at a farm uh, and see these people, how hard they work. And every day, you know, it's a 365-year job. And, uh, and, and I think your good point is that the, the grocery store we go to every week is the heart of it. So, so I, I'm just thrilled that we can play our part in this, and, and hopefully we can do more in the future. Logan Agri-Services is the uh, business of the year, and Chris Miller is the ag educator of the year and has been doing it for 30-plus years. So that's uh, great things that are coming up. Okay, so some other things that are happening. Business after hours at Clean Restoration from 4.30 to 6. Now, there is a business, in a sense, you hope you never have to call, but you're awfully glad they're there when you need them. It's kind of like the fire department. Please don't send a truck. But if I must send a truck, please send it quickly. <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing. That business, what a great story, Mary. If anybody knows Jeff Butler, who owns that and did that, I actually met him. I had a situation with uh, my family had needed needed a overflowing water in the house. Oh, my gosh. This was several years, I don't know, was it five, six years ago? And I got a recommendation from a plumber. He said, hey, you ought to call this guy. He's just starting, just starting. I think he had his pickup truck and something else. He said, "Won't you?" I really recommend. He's a great guy. I hired him. Did a fantastic job. And now look at him. He's bought that new building over on um, 12th Street, and he's got a lot of employees. Great guy. Does a lot for the community. Great supporter of the chamber. It's just a great story. So we just want people to start letting people know. You know, we do these business after hours every month. It's to celebrate this business. Come on out and see it. Uh, see what the chamber's all about. Uh, be able to network and see other people. And that that also you might you might meet some people that can help you, and at the same time, um, it, it again it celebrates that business, and you can have a great time. And you know what? There's usually a lot of food and there's a lot of drinks. So come on out. It's free. Come on out and celebrate it. And we're excited. And he's a great example, Mary, of the small businesses in this community and how they need to be celebrated. It's another thing we're announcing. Actually, I think officially tomorrow we're going to start a small business of the of the month award we're going to highlight a business um i've had a lot of people come up to me and go well, you know we always hear about the big you know the napides of the world and maybe blessings but we want to hear about these small businesses so now we've um we've created this uh, uh small business of the month award where we're going to highlight them and then uh, you can nominate by going to our website and you can nominate a small business now we it needs to be a chamber Needs to be in business for a couple of years. We have some we have some clarifications and some qualifications for it, but we want to highlight them and, and recognize them. And then next January at our annual meeting, besides our business hall of fame members, we're gonna we're gonna call it we're gonna recognize the business of the year out of these eleven I guess it'll be uh, February through then uh, uh, nominees. So we're just excited about this you know being able to also do more to recognize our small business owners. Well, this is going to be, uh, the nominations have to be received by the last Monday of the month, so you've got all month to do it. Active member of the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce for at least two years, operating in Adams County, uh, have 20 employees or fewer. So this is small business. Of course, the great thing about it is, if they get a lot of recognition as the small business, they may become a large business. Hey, yes. there you go. There you go. Because nobody wants to keep their employees just at 20 so they can win this award. They <laughs> hope to win the award and then not be eligible for it next year because they're a large business. So this is this is something fantastic, the Small Business of the Month. And it's just one more way, and Bruce will tell us every month, you know, who won here on the Mary Griffith Show, and we'll be able to highlight them. because, And you know WTAD, we are all about buy local, buy local, buy local, buy local. And some 
Even locally owned franchises have a national or international imprint, but they're still local businesses because they're spending and vending and buying most of their stuff here, and that is so critically important. And the small business guy, the guy that just employs a few people, those people that earn that paycheck, they're certainly awfully happy to get it, aren't they? They sure are. You know, that adds up by the hundreds of small businesses community. And what you consider a small business, let's just say 20 or less, there's hundreds of those businesses, Mary. And those people are what? They are, they are, they're getting paid, then they're going out and they're buying local, they're supporting local. And you know what? A lot of these small businesses, Mary, I always say, they're the ones that are getting hit up by every nonprofit, the school PTA, the football team. Hey, can you support us? They help support that. It's your neighbor, it's your, it's your family, it's your friends. So I'm always big on that, support local, because they are in here with you, you know, you know try to try to not maybe push that button on the computer for, for, you know, Amazon or something, I get it, or whatever, try to buy it local, whatever you can, because in so many ways that helps, and we're not even talking about what that sales tax does for the, uh, the city of Quincy, it helps support our fire, our police, our you know everything. So um, it, I love the WT. You guys, you guys support it, and you say it all the time because we harp on it all the time. Support local. Support local. Bruce Guthrie, my guest today, the president and CEO of the Quincy Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, next Thursday night, Friday, from 4:30 to 6, it's business after hours at Clean Restoration on 12th Street. And coming up on February 15th, another politics and pancakes. From 8 to 9 in the morning at the Oakley Lindsay Center, the guest speaker for February 15th is Mayor Mike Trope. They do request registration because there's no charge, right? No charge, and we're going to give you breakfast, too. So Free breakfast, yep. lot, lots of pancakes. Is Trope himself flipping the pancakes? Yes, or? he is. Mike's <laughs> making the whole breakfast. He doesn't know it yet, but he will be. <laughs> he, he didn't realize he didn't read the fine print. No, he did not. He did <laughs> that not. That was so important. Um, let's talk about relationships. Now, we have an interesting... Thing that's happening right now in the political pur- purview, say, of Adams County. It's happening really all through the tri-states in a way. Most people are buckled up to the same political party wagon, okay? So here in Quincy, we have predominantly Republican leadership in our Adams County and our, and our city governments, our county and city government. Our, both our, our representative and our state senator are both Republicans. Of course, we are democratically led uh, by the state. Missouri, Republicans rule in northeast Missouri, and Republicans dominate in the state. And in Iowa, Republicans rule in southeast Iowa and uh, at the state house. So it's an excellent time if there's a partisan issue, in a way, to try to get it through, but it's also an excellent time for nonpartisan things like the Chamber of Commerce. Explain to me the lobbying effort that goes into effect. When you hear about a bill that might be introduced or if you hear some rumblings about things, when you pick up the phone, how likely is it that Randy Freeze, Jill Tracy, Mike Trope, uh, Ken Snyder will actually return your phone call? Oh, I have no problem uh, reaching any of those folks. And they've been yeah. very responsive and very helpful. Uh, Randy and Jill have been saying, whatever you need, uh, very helpful. Uh, the mayor, uh, meet with him quite often. Kent, the county's amazing. 
what I've seen, and I get it, I get the partisan, I get the Republican Democrat, I get that, but what I see is more, and as the chamber does, what is the best for this area? What is best for the community? Um, you know, I wish we wouldn't focus so much on that, on that Republican RD. Just what is what makes sense and step back. What makes sense for the what, what is good for the community, and that's what we're for. Now we do monitor. We try to monitor. I have calls now every week um, with the Illinois Chamber, which is a, they have a a, a, a a Zoom call every week that talks about the bills that are coming. But there's hundreds. They keep track of the they lobby. They keep track of it. That is an important part Very of belonging to part. the chamber. Mm-hmm. I know this is so bizarre. Most people wouldn't understand this. When I was a Girl Scout executive, we had a lobbyist. We had a lobbyist because bills that were of interest to children, things that might have affected our cookie sale. I mean, you would not believe there's some, everything that happens in your state government affects you. And there's a lobbyist for every position known to man. And you better have somebody watching out for your interest or something's going to get through and, that and, you're not going to want. And you don't realize until I did until I got more involved in this is there's hundreds of bills, Mary. There's hundreds of bills. And there's all sorts of ones being introduced, and they're the ones that are monitoring this, and we try to target what's most important. And if we see something that's very important for our community, our businesses, we will we will get that information out. You know, now you know, we we really look for what is important for our community, what affects in our community, and then we we will act. Or at, at times we might take a position, but that's that we're not we're not here to uh, every bill yes no whatever we're right. we're looking what's what's really affecting this community and sometimes the this community and the state I get it, um, but we have a very good relationship with all of these 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 people you were talking the about local people, and yeah. the local which is so important and that's what's great about what's happened I think in this with since I've been around is we really tried to form relationships we meet every month. All those groups meet basically, except for, you know, not Jill or Randy. I stay in touch, you know. But our, our organizations meet the county, the the city, the, you know, visitors and uh, bureau, the Gretif, and we talk about what's. And then, boy, sometimes we stumble. On, hey, hey, those are some things that we can do together. Oh, you got this issue? Let's try to do it because it's good for the. What's good for the community? I like that, and that's why I'm enjoying having Gretif on, and the district on, and the chamber on, and the mayor or one of his designates is on once a month because. You know, one thing I've known, being a native Quincy and living here most of my life, a few few years in Champaign-Urbana, a few years in Canton, Missouri, a few years in Hannibal, Missouri, but mostly in Quincy and in this area, it is what is good for our community. And if it's good for the community, it's going to be good for the average person. And we all have to think, I've got to get money in my pocket somehow. I've got to pay my bills, educate my children. It's so critically important. And the chamber is right there, and you're recognizing these agribusinesses and these ag educators. You're recognizing the small businesses that are going out of their way to create job opportunities for people, and it's really exciting. So what else on the agenda before I let you go? Is there one more thing you want to add? You've, you've done a yeoman's job this morning. Well, I appreciate that. We're, you know, we're continuing to work very hard, and, and we have other things that will be coming down the pike we're working on now. Um, some programs I'm real excited about, but we're there to we're there to we're there to help businesses succeed. And if you're a business out there that needs help or has a question, you know, a lot of times, Mary, we're a we're kind of a conduit for for people, and it's amazing the phone calls we get, and it thrills me that we do call us. We we might not be able to answer questions, but we can get you the right person that'll you know help you or whatever it is. We highly encourage that. You're not out you're not out there alone. 
Mary. I, I talk to business. They go, oh, I got to, I, oh, we don't, there's other people that have this? I go, yeah. They go, oh, that makes me feel, you're not out there alone. Call us. We'll help you. And you know what? There's a lot of businesses. I know so many that will help you. They'll go, I'll help them, even if it's a competitive bit. Because we know, again, we say this all the time, when everybody succeeds, it lifts everybody up and, you know, uh, get rid of your ego. But call us. Call the chamber. We will help you. Okay. Chamber of Commerce, Bruce Guthrie. Uh, remember, uh, you heard it here first that Logan Agri Services was the ag business of the year and that Chris Miller is the ag educator of the year. Their banquet is on March 14th. They'll be taking reservations for that at quincychamber.org. Also, February 9th, Thursday, business after hours at Clean Restoration. And get your reservation in for that free politics and pancakes breakfast February 15th. From 8 to 9 with Mayor Mike Trope, Bruce Guthrie, thank you so much for coming in today, even though the temperature is below freezing. And if you'd have been in Dallas, Texas, you would have had the day off today. I would have been at home. I would definitely <laughs> wouldn't have got out. There's no way I would have got Those drivers are scary. I've been there, done that. <laughs> My brother, I wonder if he had to work today. Maybe it got up to 33 and the poor bub had to go to work. I don't know. We'll be right back. I have to kick Bruce out because it's time to talk about food. So we're going to talk about soup suppers and the granddaddy, the best one of them all, of course, survey says, is uh, the Union United Methodist Church ones. Ah, oh, looking for my sugar daddy, Jeff Moran. Are you going to apply for that job? <laughs> I don't know if I'd qualify <laughs> that or not. You don't have no sugar, do you? Oh, my God. Sweetener. <laughs> uh, Bears fan and I have been friends with Jeff and Jeff for a couple of years now. We've just got to know each other through the farmer's market and other things. And uh, I think so, it's been longer than a couple of years. Well, it has been. <laughs> you're right. And, man, these, these guys know where the food is. They know where the good food is. And the Union United Methodist Church at 1101 State Street is having a soup supper this Saturday night. They're going to serve up from 4 until 7. And uh, all kinds of different soups. We'll let Jeff tell us all about that. Plus cornbread, you know. That's something a lot of people like to eat with their soup is cornbread. You can't always get that. So, Well, I think our soup supper is the soup supper of the soup suppers because we offer, i got to tell you what we're having. We're having a chili that's award-winning that won a chili cook-off. Uh, we're having vegetable beef soup. We're having a chicken noodle soup potato soup, and we're having uh, ham and beans with the cornbread there, and we're having made rights, and we're having hot dogs. We are also having desserts, and we are having um, the drinks and stuff, and guess how much that's going to cost you? Uh, whatever I want to put in the till. You're right. It's a free will offering. So you can't beat that even with a stick. (laughs) (laughs) The great thing about this is I know that for most churches, these soup suppers that they have, they're fundraisers, but they're really fellowship raisers. So you really want people to come down, see your beautiful church facility there at 11th and State. A lot of people, if they haven't gone to a liturgical service there, they may not have been in that. I haven't been in that church. Um, I think we're coming on Saturday. I haven't been in that church. I bet you I haven't been in there for 15 years. Now, that, something's wrong with that. You know, we need to visit our neighbors more often. So what do you do with all this money that you make? Or is it just to kind of 
support the operation? Well, first of all, I didn't know if I forgot to say potato soup, too. Oh, you did say potato <laughs> okay. soup. I would have corrected you. Okay. <laughs> now, is that like creamy potato soup? It's like a creamy potato um, soup? Yep, or? and it's everything's made from scratch. No bo- uh, cans, no uh, boxes or nothing. Yeah. No, no Campbell's cans no, out in the trash can? No, no. Campbell's cans are in. Well, I won't tell you where they went. <laughs> <laughs> all homemade soup. So what do you guys do? With the largesse from your free will offering. Um, they go to missions for our church, which is a good cause. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've invited a lot of people. And, you know, we want people to know in the community uh, that we're there, how nice our church is. They get to meet some of the uh, nice people that go to our church. Um, I will be there. And of course, you and your husband. And <laughs> uh, you know, the nice people will be there. And Jeff Moran will also be there. <laughs> if you want to meet some of the not so nice people. No, he's a very nice man. But that's the one thing. It's the fellowship, isn't it? Right. Now, tell me a little bit about this, because this is always so fun. The church ladies, sometimes the church ladies rule the kitchen and sometimes the church men rule the kitchen so all this preparation for all these homemade soups do we have to like the chili people have to have their own set time so the potato people aren't bothering them or how does this all work because i can imagine that there's some territorial rights being (laughs) stepped on because i know how these church ladies are with their kitchen oh yeah i've been to a couple churches where um the women are over the skillets, over the like that there, and you know if the men are in there, they get conked on the head with skillet. Get out of my kitchen! But no, with this one here, uh, the people that are making the homemade chili, they want a chili uh, cook-off, and so they're making their own. Um, I don't want to say they're in their own pod, but you know, they're well. They can't let their secret recipe oh, no, get out. Oh no, no, no! Has to be a, a black curtain put up on that part of the kitchen to keep everybody from seeing their secret ingredients. And then if they ask, we go, well, you know, we don't know. <laughs> but it's a collaborative effort. But I'm sure a lot of people, you know, I'm sure there's a noodle lady that makes oh, the yeah. noodles for the chicken mm-hmm. noodle soup. So there's people that have. Their job, mm-hmm. and it's always their job to do this every year for the soup supper. And boy, they they take ownership of it, and they take great pride in it, don't they? Cutting pies, cakes, uh, whatever we're having for dessert. You said you're uh, having cobbler. You told me cobbler. Uh, Is cobbler going to be Yeah, part of uh, we expect in cobbler. We got a lot of pies. Uh, we just got a lot of surprises, you know. And then, um, of course, pouring the drinks and everything, and keeping. Uh, everybody's, you know, cups full at the table and everything. But, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. And everybody's kind of got a, a certain job they're doing. And then if they see, uh, you know, that if something else needs to be done and um, I can sneak away from the table or something, I'll do it myself. <laughs> One thing I always love whenever I go to any church activity or school activity, especially school activities, the kids, they are so want to help. And they're so teeny tiny. The the ones that want to help the most are the youngest. And, of course, they're the least capable of doing something. But I remember this is a funny story. You'll appreciate this. We were at uh, St. Dominic's at a fish fry. And, I mean, they do a good fish fry at St. Dominic's. And they have all the little Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts helping. And this little girl, she dipped her little, um, san- her little uh, washcloth in the sanitary mix there. Mm-hmm. She didn't bring out it at all. She didn't bring that rag out at all. <laughs> she took that dripping wet rag and threw it right down in the middle of that table and started <laughs> sloshing. I mean, it was hysterical. Fortunately, the scout leader came over real quick, grabbed her hand. She you know, said, oh, you're doing a good job. Let's 
scrape all this water. <laughs> you know? It was so funny because they want to help. They want yeah. to carry your tray. They want to help and everything. She wanted to clean the tables. She wanted and to all, clean the table. All the way out to the parking that's lot. That's right. She was sloshing <laughs> it all the way out to the parking lot there at St. Dominic's. It is from 4 to 7. It is this Saturday, February 4th. You also have a carry out. Yes. Do we call ahead or do we just drive up? How's that work? Um, what I would do is just drive up and then, you know, tell people in the line that, because uh, we've got some people that are elderly and I've got a couple of friends that uh, they have, you know, something has happened sure. or they come up. Necessarily yeah, need a big and we crowd. don't want to leave them, you know, out. And uh, we welcome, uh, I've uh, invited uh, the people from the fire department, the police department, our veterans, the nurses, and it'd be kind of neat to really see them all come in at one time. Uh, we've really reached out to the community to get uh, a lot of people to come and, you know, have the fellowship with everybody else there and get to meet new people and see some of the old people. I mean, I don't mean old, but, you know. Uh, Familiar yeah, faces. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Familiar That's a great faces. thing about going to other churches than the one you normally go to because, you know, we all know our worship family, but there are other great people in our community doing this mission work mm -hmm. and raising these monies and, and being the eyes and feet and hands of Christ. And so go out and, and love on them. It is a free will offering. Uh, it is at 1101 State Street. Now, where's the best place to park? Where's the best place to enter? Um, they can enter through uh, when you uh, first come off State Street. Uh, there's parking there, handicapped parking. You can park all around. You can park on uh, the street. Uh, you can, you know, whatever you find a parking place, you know. But we do have handicap uh, by the door, uh-huh, okay. several spots. Fantastic. So uh, accessible for people to get in if they're in wheelchairs or if yes. they have a little bit of uh -huh. trouble walking. Okay. Mm -hmm. Four to seven, chicken noodle. All this is homemade, folks. I mean, they're not messing around. They are not <laughs> opening up cans from the... You know, the big giant 55-gallon drum from somewhere and, and passing it off. Chicken noodle, potato soup, vegetable beef, ham and bean, the award-winning chili, which if we told you the recipe, we'd have to kill you, so we don't want to do that. <laughs> Cornbread, made rice, hot dogs, all kinds of pies and cakes and cobblers and all kinds of good church lady and churchmen desserts. Uh, drinks, uh, carry out or dine in, and the free will offering is all they ask. It's from 4 until 7. Do you ever run out? You know, this is the first time that I've ever participated in this particular one. Um, we've got tables set up. We expect a, a big crowd. Um, with the previous ones, uh, no. But, you know, you've come close, and there might be something that uh, you might, well, we don't have really have very much of this left. You know, maybe one's more popular to another one, vice versa, or whatever, you know. I know the last time my husband went to a um, soup supper, it was a luncheon. And we, of course, stayed and, so, you know, socialized so much. And it was getting down to the end. And Greg's like, I wonder if they have anything left over. I said, I don't know. <laughs> we always carry uh, cottage cheese cartons with us at oh. all times, just in case. There I, is take Tupper, I take yeah. Tupperware. And so Greg went up, and he was able to get a couple of different 16-ounce servings, you know, and we paid for it. You mm -hmm. know, we felt good about the cause. And, boy, I tell you what, I'm not a good cook, as you're well aware. Greg is, but he doesn't like to do it all the time, and he loves his homemade soup. So I'm not going there. You're not, no, you know better than to go there. You said you had a phone number, and, and uh, let's yeah. talk before we let you go. Let's make sure we get everything out you want to get out. If anybody has any questions... Uh, Roy Specht, his number is 217-779-5551, or Barb Specht, her number is 
779-5565. And if you can't get a hold of those two, Chris Lawrence, and her number is 217-617-8500. And I hope I got those right. (laughs) I hope you did, too. But, folks, the bottom line is... Uh, you can show up as early as 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. They're going to have a lot of seating available at Union United Methodist Church, 1101 State Street. You can enter right off of State Street. Uh, big parking lot for the church. It's handicap accessible. Uh, all the soups are homemade. You can't get ham and bean very often. That's kind that's of a... That's pretty different, yeah. You know, that's one that a lot of people really clamor for and mm-hmm. they want it to be good old-fashioned grandma's mm-hmm. ham and beans so this will be that kind and got cornbread to go with that or with anything you want the chili the chicken noodle the potato but most importantly vegetable beef just get there and have some fun enjoy fellowship bring out the family it's a free will offering don't be stingy <laughs> but you know everybody's got to have a, a chance to eat and uh, they're going to use the money for mission work and uh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, down in Cancun last Sunday, went to church, of course, had to take the little bus. I mean, this bus was packed. We were crammed in there like <laughs> sardines, you know. It was hysterical. I thought my husband was the last one on. He let everybody go first in our group. The door wouldn't even close. I thought Greg was going to fall out, you know, because this bus driver was crazy. I mean, we're going 80 miles an hour, weaving in and out. It was hysterical down in Mexico. But we went to the church, and... You know they have a plan. Of course, they always take mm. up the collection. What the heck? You know, that's the heart <laughs> and soul. But afterwards, this lady hops up. She goes, just a moment. I want to say something. She hops up. She goes, I'm with the Mission Commission. <laughs> and she said, we don't often have this big a crowd here. And she said, we've got some tourist dollars in town. She said, if you'd be so kind as to help us. She said, we feed the Mayan people. That's and, nice. Uh, she said, so if you can help us with that, that would be great. Boy, she collected a lot of cash from oh, us gringos. You yeah, know, with a bus full. You know, how are you, I mean, how are you going to say no to that? You know, here you are in a luxury resort, and you can't give five bucks to feed hungry people. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, folks, come out to Union United Methodist Church. Remember that the money you put in the till there, it's really going to help, uh, you know, help people who Mm -hmm. need it the most. That's what we're supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing is helping people. And if I can get a good ham and bean soup out of it, too, I'm willing to sacrifice yeah well you know if you stop and think you go to a restaurant or and you pay uh the prices are all high and and you know because everything's went up but to have this much of a variety and then a free will offering you know it's just kind of like oh my gosh i want to give um so much i want to give a lot of money because uh you know where do you go that you can get all of this at your own you know it's really nice Smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday from 4 to 7 at Union United Methodist Church, 1101 State Street. Jeff Moran, thank you so very much for coming in. We appreciate well, it. Well, thank you for having me. And look me up and I'll give you a big hi there with a thumbs up. <laughs> okay. uh, we do have, I didn't time right, so I'm going to give you a free 30-second commercial for J&J Soap. Oh, that's good. I appreciate that. 30 seconds. Give okay. it. Go for it. J&J Soaps. Uh, we're going to be at the Farmer's Market this year. We uh, make homemade goat's milk soaps, lotions, um, everything, and it's very, very good for your skin. Uh, we have a lot of people that buy it, so uh, come and buy it. Come and see us. Uh, if we're not uh, at the farmer's market, you can give us a call. We'll make an appointment. 
you can get it then. They got all kinds of purdy smelling stuff, and it makes your skin soft. Come and sniff our business. <laughs> at the farmer's market behind the Quincy Town Center. Thank you so very much, Jeff Moran. Best to Jeff as yeah. well. Jeff and Jeff. Jeff, Jeff and John. And Jeff and John. And uh, and we'll see you Saturday night. I know Bears fam will want to come and eat as much soup as humanly possible. <laughs> well, Thank appreciate you. you having me on.